Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. This is Rebecca Turner and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. You'll see I am not alone in the studio today. I love it when I have friends who join me. And I call these these gentlemen and lady friends. You usually say gentlemen. And you threw me for a loop there, Katie. But uh, for everybody here, friends, I got Steve uh, Parton, Patton, Parton, 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 yeah. Parton got the right the first time. Katie Bowles and Noah Suckless, they are with Pine Lake. And while we were a week out from Christmas, you may be doing your last minute shopping and wrapping like I was doing earlier today, but we don't want you to forget the reason for the season. So welcome, you all. And is it, too, is it too early to say Merry Christmas, or can we still say it now that we're officially a week out from, from the big day? Listen, <laughs> Katie. He says it all year round. So. Yes. No, it's absolutely the time to say it. I, I introduced my youngest to Frosty the Snowman over the weekend, the original, and I forgot that he says happy birthday the whole time. Every time he comes to life, the original Frosty, he says happy birthday until the very end. He says Merry Christmas. And I'm like, I'm going to screw it up now for the rest of the for the rest of the season. I'm just going to be telling folks happy birthday. But we are celebrating a birthday. That is the reason for the season. So Frosty kind of got it kind of got it right, Steve. So what is I know it's feels like you know um some for the most that listen to good things we know the reason for the season but for those who may have lost sight of it in terms of where pine lake is what is the reason for the season i love that question and uh it's good for all of us to be reminded about why we do this you know because it's fun the frosties are fun santa's fun all that and it's great to have a good time but it's about hope it's about hope they needed hope 2,000 years ago when Christ was born and his birth, um, the life he gave us upon the cross, even today, years later, gives us hope. And so we celebrate the birth of Jesus because it has changed everything then. It's changed our lives personally. And so when we celebrate his birth, it is really about hope and joy and peace that we have in knowing that he is, uh, was born to die. As our Savior and Lord. And Katie, I love the fact that you say Merry Christmas all year because that is sort of representation of hope. But it kind of really fits for this particular season. I know you, you're you the lead worship uh, pastor there at Pine Lake. Woo, you busy right now. <laughs> so I appreciate you taking the time away to come and chat with us. But from your perspective, I mean, this time of year, I mean, especially for our, our care church or community churches or the ones that are spread throughout the state like Pine Lake is, what are you hoping to sort of... I guess, remind people of or bring pe- people back to their center during this time of year? 
Yeah, I, I love what Steve just shared. You know, a lot of times people will follow the if you're if you're in more of a liturgical church, you'll follow the Advent calendar. You yeah. know, with all those things he mentioned, hope and peace and love. Each week has something different, and all of those things are the crucial cornerstones of why we celebrate Christmas. And even being a musician, one of my favorite things is that even in stores and you know on on movies and all the things we love about the holidays, everybody's singing about Jesus, whether they know it or not you know hark the herald angel sing is playing in target and all over the place walmart and in your favorite christmas movie everybody's singing about jesus and we know what that means and the significance of that but for the person who's just bogged down with the busyness of the season and and hasn't really taken the chance to to stop and remember like it's those things it's the hope of the season that that lasts far beyond december 25th it lasts you know into january into the new year when we're making resolutions and new plans and it lasts when hard things come because that's promise that'll happen and it's the hope we have with jesus at all times not just in this season and now i know you have a lot with the student ministry particularly with the youth and man that's a, almost the toughest crowd to to get them and not to celebrate jesus's birthday because they love a celebration <laughs> but i mean just my yeah. four-year-old and my 11 year old making their list to santa i mean we've commercialized it to the point that kids really connect Christmas with gifts and we don't want them to miss out on the ultimate gift that we got for Christmas so how do you help families or you guys there at Pine Lake really keep kids centered during this time of year I think a lot of it comes down to simplicity so like you said a lot of children are looking at gifts and excitement and red and green and lights and trees and Santa and all these things it's hard especially in today's day and age to get kids to kind of focus on things that matter um, to us you know traditionally when I grew up when I was young it was all about Jesus in the manger and looking at all these stories and advents and things like that but I think nowadays what we try and do at Pine Lake is to try and just keep it very simple a very simple message of what Steve was sharing of hope that there's a lot of kids that struggle with a lot of things. I've seen that in the sports ministry at Upward. I've seen it in our children's ministry coming through the doors on Sunday. There's kids that struggle with a lot of pressure on them to perform well at school, to be a great athlete, to do all these things. And we welcome them into the door and say, no, there's, there's a hope in Jesus Christ. And Christmas is a reminder of the day that he came in and the hope started for all of these children. And so we like to keep it simple. We don't try and put any bells and whistles on it. We just keep it. This is what we're celebrating. We're celebrating the Savior of the world, the person that came in and made us valuable and made it worth living. And the good news is, even if you have gotten lost in the hustle and bustle of the season, it's any time you can be reminded to just stop, pause, and turn back to what the true meaning of this is. Steve, I feel like, particularly with with young families, like I would put myself in that category who have young children, parents or caregivers. Givers, I don't want to discredit the dads at all, just sometimes feel like we're drowning during the season and we're like rushing it away. We almost semi hope that we're just ready for this, you know, sort of busyness to come over. How give us permission to to, I guess, say no to things or to recognize that we're not going to screw things up for our kids later on. I know you have older children if we don't buy into all the hustle and the bustle that this particular last week may be throwing at us. You know, I love the idea of simplicity. 
that Noah shared about because it's hard to protect that during Christmas. And my son, you're right, I'm old. Uh, they're tw- I didn't say that. You have older children. Oh, he's, he's old. You know. But like uh, my oldest son is 28, and now he has three little girls. My middle son, Noah's 24, and he has a little boy. And uh, my, my youngest son, Saul, just got married, no kids yet. Has a puppy. <laughs> has a puppy, and that's enough. But but it's easy to fall into that 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 it's a trap it is it is and i'm learning now that the most valuable things my sons have remembered and valued were not the toys maybe not the trampoline or you know the gifts but it was the time that when my wife and i got it right and slowed down and gave them undivided attention mm-hmm. a little more grace a little more patience and just chose to be with them that's really what they now, as as young adults, look back and value the most. They remember the time that we spent as a family just doing simple things, whether it was the reading of Luke 2 at Christmas before we opened up gifts, or if it was just a family dinner or just time sitting around a, a little small bonfire. making. I mean, those things are what they remember. But as a, as a young parent, it was hard to see the value in that because culture calls you to run, 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 keep up with each other and do the latest things. And I think the simplicity of it all is just stop. Remember personally what this season's all about and how to give love to your family and your kids the way that that God has loved you. And he pursued us. He's very patient with us. And he's relentless with his love. And I think we can do those things if we just choose to reject the rat race and just to simply be there, really be there with our kids. That's what's going to last. I've seen this whole sort of wave, too, of like a lot of, uh, particularly mom friends, uh, you know, painting with broad brush, saying no to the Christmas card. And that is absolutely no disrespect to anyone who rushed to have the perfect Christmas card ready and out for the mail. But I've never done them because I just am not that organized ever. And so I've always just been like, yes, finally, we revolted against something, <laughs> you know, that, that I feel like poor, at least moms, feel like such stress over to get and again if it brings you joy and causes you no anxiety I love them I hang them up but I'm also okay if like you want to skip that this year and I think that's part of it like skipping the things that don't matter and not skipping out on the things that mm-hmm. do and you know Katie it's so cool to me because one of the memories that we all have and we've talked here on good things are our favorite songs connected to Christmas and I feel like those come with you like especially those uh, those spiritual ones those ones you hear in church is it is it daunting this time of year to feel like you don't have a lot of wiggle room and what you can what you can play or is it like oh I'm gonna give the folks what they what they want to hear yeah um, I don't find it as daunting to not have any wiggle room I find it more daunting that there are so many options you know like I love all the Christmas music and so it's harder <laughs> for me to choose to narrow down which ones but like for for our Christmas services and particularly this weekend for Christmas Eve we're gonna do it really traditional you know the songs that everybody wants to hear the the Christmas carols that you you remember from growing up so those are those are my favorites and you'll have several services and opportunities to, to get in church or watch online and we've got more with the Pine Lake Gang coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. break out into song, but I'd ruin it. <laughs> but don't forget, we're streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can find a Pine Lake near you, pretty much. If not, you can find one online. We're keeping the reason for the season in focus today as we are a week out from Christmas Day. We have Steve uh, Parton, who is with us, Katie Bowles, and Noah Stuckless. They're all with Pine Lake Church. And remind me, Steve, of all the locations. Sure. We have um, our Brandon Campus, Pinnock Reservoir, mm-hmm. off of Lakeland Drive and Blowwood, and then Clinton Campus, and then the Madison Campus, and then Startville and Oxford. In Oxford, or you can watch online. Watch right online. Now. So yes. no matter where you're at, you can you can chime in. Okay, Katie, it's being the uh, lead worship pastor there. You got I'm pathetic. You got a big weekend coming up, so you do have a big weekend. Which I think music is just such a part of worshiping for Christmas, and it's something that we just all connect to. You're talking about your different services. With it being on Christmas Eve this year, I know last year was Christmas Day, and whoo, it was just a big thing. Whether people had church or didn't have right. church, we have moved on from that. So um, it is traditional Christmas Eve services, but it just happens to fall on a Sunday. So what does that look like at Pine Lake? Yeah, sure. So we're doing three services on Sunday morning. So it'll be at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., or 11 a.m. And we've got plenty of seats for anybody who wants to come. So we'd love to invite anybody. So is it like lighting of the can? Like what kind of, if we're coming with our with our family, what can we expect? Sure. So uh, we, won't, we don't do a traditional candle lighting, but we do, one thing we always do is communion. So that's one of the most significant parts of our Christmas Eve service. So we'll do, we'll sing traditional carols. There'll be a Christmas teaching and then we'll, we'll do communion together. And Steve, if people are nervous about commun- communion, what, remind us what that is. Yeah, communion is is one of two ordinances that are just so important to the Christian faith. And so, like, baptism is a once-in-a-lifetime uh, moment once you receive Christ in relationship. But communion we do often, and it reminds us with gratefulness um, of the gift of Christ's life that has brought us salvation. And so we take time uh, to be thankful and to remember his life and his death, you know, and the giving of his body and his blood. And so that'll be a very special uh, part of our services this Sunday, is to, to pause and say thank you for what you've done. No, a lot of family won't come because they don't want to bring their children mm-hmm. because there's usually not child care. But there's not child care for a reason on most churches. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that'll be there at Pine Lake. But so how is it important to build those um, you know, um, memories and sort of to build those traditions with families? You guys welcome kids mm-hmm. for a reason. Yes, we will have a children's ministry oh, on that learned. day for <laughs> zero through fourth grade. Okay, yes. So we'll have for the littles. It, yep, the little ones all the way up to fourth grade. We will have programming specifically for them where you can come and drop them off. Then come into the kids' theater. We'll have a good time, wear some fun Santa hats, and share the story of Jesus and his birth. But 
If you don't want to send your kids off and you want to sit together as a family, we also encourage families to enter the auditorium. Like Katie said, there's plenty of seats for you and your little ones to come sit with us. There'll be some bags of like a little goodie bag for them if they uh, can get a little distracted in the service. But we welcome all families and encourage all of them to come join us on Sunday. It will be awesome. Because Christmas Eve is one of those traditions. If you are a, a family that attends church, most remember that's like that kicks off the whole sort of snowballing effect of whatever may be going on for the next 48 hours or so. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, Steve, remind us, I mean, I'm assuming Mary would have been in labor. You weren't there. I wasn't there. I mean, we don't know the exact. It's not about that. But in terms of the bigger picture of the Christmas story, where are we Christmas like Eve into obviously Christmas Day? Yeah, at this at this point, you know, Joseph took Mary back to his hometown in Bethlehem. And um, and so at this point, they're nearing uh, the birth of Jesus. And obviously, he forgot to make a reservation for a place to stay. Shame on him. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> And uh, they end up in, in, a, in a stable, you know, and um, there's a lot in that for us uh, just to reflect upon about the, the humble beginnings. And um, so, yeah, so we're awaiting his birth. And, um, you know, I, I know that we don't know the exact moment and exact time, yeah. but this is our day to, to with gratefulness, mm-hmm. thank Christ um, that, he, that he chose to be born, that God the Father sent his son. And so we're waiting for that birth and going to celebrate it on uh, the 25th. So. And Christmas Eve is one of those for those who may have a home church. Obviously, we want you to attend that one. And then we want you to invite somebody because it feels like Christmas Eve, Noah, is a time where others who may not traditionally go will be more open to come, especially if they think there's going to be good music and not a whole lot of brimstone and fire. Um, so, <laughs> so how can we like kindly um, invite neighbors, friends, family to join us wherever we choose uh, to worship on Christmas Eve? Well, um, I mean, I think the simplest way to do it is just ask. Um, I know we're all surrounded by people. For those out there that are believers and Christians like we are, I mean, we're around people all the time who don't go to church. And there's a lot of people, like you said, naturally, people are just going to show up on Christmas Eve because that's just what you do. But if you if you are a part of a church family or a church home, invite someone to come join you. I mean, typically churches prepare for a lot of extra people to come. I know at Pine Lake we're preparing to have as many people as the entire city of Flowood shows up. We're ready for you. So we're preparing for more people. So just invite them, bring them over, invite them for lunch after, hang out with people on Christmas. I mean, that, that's another important thing of Christmas is family and community and just sharing the love that Jesus shared with us with other people. And so I will be inviting a lot of my friends. I think my brother and sister-in-law are coming in from Dallas. They're going to come join us. It'll be my wife and I's first Christmas, so a lot of firsts for us. So come invite them, and, and they promise there's no pressure at all at Pine Lake. You know, and I think uh, especially those who don't know Christ are the ones who need the permission to to let go of some of the stress that comes with with the Christmas. Uh, I feel like those of us who do and kind of understand, we can have that anchor to come back to. But if you don't have that anchor, you really are sort of drowning in just everything commercialized around this time of year. Mm-hmm. And it can be a really sad time of year. And so bringing them in Christmas Eve can at least maybe give the opportunity of introducing them to that hope during a really sad time. How do y'all help families, uh, Steve, during this time of year, even as followers? That doesn't immune us from the having the winter blues or the holidays being hard, especially for, for you know, it's a good first. It's your first with your wife. For some, it's the first without someone special or whatever. So how do you keep the hope during a hard time, during this supposed to be happy time? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because even uh, maybe last Sunday's services, our pastor, Chip Henderson, taught, hey, this will be my first Christmas without my mother. It'll be my dad's first Christmas without his wife. 
And so, Rebecca, we're realizing that Pine Lake is made up of so many different people. And that's what we love about it. There's so many different stories. Some have been Sunday school perfect, and others, like some of us, it's just been a mess. Mm -hmm. And so we try to realize that, that Christmas is not always the winter wonderland for everybody. But there is hope for everybody. So no matter what your story is, come. You'll find something that you can relate to and lock into, and all of us are going to find that there's hope because we have to believe that even for Joseph and Mary, I mean, my word, there was a cow in the same stable that she gave birth to that couldn't have been without stress and without, you know, just its, its challenges. And so we believe that that's just a picture for us to say that Christmas is tough for some people. But if you come, you'll be loved on, you'll be greeted, and you'll feel safe there. You won't feel like you stand out. You'll be with normal people that are trying to live a normal life. But let's do it as a family. And trying to connect to that hope, too, and remembering that the fact that it was a stable is representative of the fact he could have been at a, I don't know if they had hospitals back then, but it could have been a nicer scenario. But Absolutely. he chose to come for the to the lowest of the low because that's where we all were. So you should come as you are. You yeah. shouldn't have to necessarily um, feel that way or anyway. Katie, too, like when you're thinking about your music choices, I mean, you know, you can go either way. You can have super happy, like Christmas, <laughs> you know, even in the church sort of scenario. Or you can get those that make you cry. Or what. So how do you, when you know that there's going to be people with all types of things on their minds there in the in the sanctuary, how do you help make sure that you speak to all of them? Which I know you can't, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important to, to think, when we're thinking through a service and planning through a service, to think about every person, you know, because there will be people, you know, like you're saying with Noah, who will be probably the most excited he's ever been to sing Joy to the World, you know, because he just got married and he's having, you know, an amazing season of life right now. But then, like, I, one of my really good friends lost his mom this year, you know, and so th there will be people that even some of the happiest songs could bring sad memories. And so I think just knowing who who you're singing to and then also uh, who you're singing about with Jesus, that the the hope can be found in all of the emotions that are brought about with Christmas. And good Lord, I mean, just the emotions of just re watching the news or just listening mm -hmm. to what's going on around the world this time of year. I think that Christmas is a great time just to recognize that we don't have it all figured out. There aren't answers found in any human being, but there there was an answer, you know, sure. that was that was born. And we can we can at least bank on that, even right. if we can't understand everything else that's coming around. I think one of the I'm giving I'm all about giving people permission to, to you know, feel differently. And I think you don't have to be like happy right. this time of yeah, year you sure. can have permission just to feel sort of what you feel but we want you to get connected even past uh, Christmas Day so I know there's a lot of ministries and other things available we've got that and more to talk about coming up next Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. 
told me, par up a pum pum A newborn king to see, par up a pum pum one of my best memories at church during this time of year growing up is we'd always have a, a Christmas uh, program, and there was always fight over who was going to be Mary. I got to be Mary one year. I have an ornament to prove it. I rode in my little wagon like a champ yes. holding the baby Jesus. And then who got to be the drummer boy? And it was off key every time, coming down the aisle, and it was like you knew the ones that really wanted to be a drummer whenever they got older. Was the and drummer then, boy singing and playing? No, just just just, okay. just, just had to like the little drum life. and sort of doing it and then the ones that took it very seriously and tried to get the you know try to get sort of the rhythm down but again just the memories that get made this yeah. time of year that have nothing to do with gifts nothing to do with presents everything about so you know the reason for um, for our season and that's what we're trying to focus here today on good mm -hmm. things don't forget you can watch on your computer or your mobile device just head on over to Super Talk TV now we've encouraged you to visit Pine Lake or your local church because that's who we have with us here today um, but past Christmas we want you to know that your local church is there for you. Your community churches are there for you. Pine Lake has several, um, obviously, locations for you as well. And, Steve, it's it's the ministries outside of the walls are welcoming those on the outsides in for, for special things, which makes it such a viable part of the community. So I know there's a lot of um, unique things happening at Pine Lake. So what are some of those? And, Katie, you may be over one of them when it comes to foods particularly. So whoever can take it. Yeah, no, we, we can all share in that. Um, there's, there's several things that are just um, ways that we feel like really make God's love believable to some people because sometimes it takes a little bit more than words. Um, one thing I am so excited about is what's called our Care Center. And every week on Mondays and Wednesdays from 9 to 12, any family can come to our reservoir location. Matter of fact, every Pine Lake campus has a Care Center. And it's not just the gift of food that you receive for free, but I think you just feel the love of the volunteers. It's not staff that make it happen. It's volunteers. They own it. They lead it. And it's one of the most amazing ministries. I think maybe 500 families a month come, and it's part of their ability to get food. And uh, But more than that, we just want to make God's love real. And so even this week, it's open Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday just to provide more opportunities for families to get food. But it's all year round. Mm -hmm. And that's what we hope when guests come this Sunday for Christmas Eve, that they'll discover even more than just Sundays at Pine Lake. So what about Embrace Grace? Yeah, sure. So Embrace Grace is a ministry that it, it actually exists at more, more churches than just Pine Lake, but um, it's a ministry that helps and reaches out to young unexpected mothers and so a lot of young women in our community might find themselves pregnant unexpectedly and this ministry specifically helps them prepare for that and so actually just this past sunday we had a huge baby shower for the women that are in the, involved in the ministry right now where they received everything that they could possibly need to prepare for their baby that's coming soon. And that's very um, into the season because although we know that Mary was unexpectedly pregnant in a very different way, but imagine what everyone around her sort of right. thought and imagine what she had to go through to like, you know, telling her family or telling Joseph and how quickly we can jump to conclusions or how quickly we can write folks off and then just and end those jumping to conclusions is what keep those young women from seeking help because right. they already feel like they're going to be ostracized or sort of mm -hmm. whatever. So for the church to, we don't care how how it happened we just are grateful that you know you're you're wanting to see this through to the end and to sort of be there with you so right. how do they get uh, connected with that yeah so you can you can email us you can call us that we're easy to find on the internet 
call us and tell us you want to what you want to be a part and we'll connect you and Noah, I know too. Your your other part is with the sports ministries, mm-hmm. and someone may think, "Oh, how a sports a ministry?" I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "You've never done upward." <laughs> uh-huh. um, but I mean, how are those different ways of just connecting with people with where they're at and what they're interested in mm-hmm. as a platform for ministry? So, I, particularly, my expertise would be sports ministry, and we do have an upward sports program at Pine Lake. So we do soccer, flag football, and basketball. Soccer is typically in the spring, football around the summertime, and basketball in the winter. And kind of the idea behind that is to give people a place where they can come and play sports and feel like a kid again. So we do that for ages 1st through 6th grade. People can come and join us for any of our basketball leagues. But at the same time of that, we like to instill you know, Christian values into what we're doing. So we share the gospel with the kids. We have this big upward celebration at the end where we give them some pizza. We share the gospel with them. We have a lot of kids respond to the gospel in those moments. It's really powerful. So we're always needing coaches and volunteers and refs and kids to play. And so if you guys are interested in that, you can email, call, text, come to Pine Lake and ask for Noah. We'll be able to hook you up. But <laughs> Upward is definitely one of our biggest outreach programs that we have. We have over 800 families and kids that have joined our program over the years. It's just been a really big impact we've seen in the community. Outreach is one of those things, Steve, that's just part of what the church does and the community churches. But still, it seems like there's so many that may have been church hurt or may just have you know ideas of what it's going to be like when they come in and just reservations. And I know that's fear and that's obviously you know something greater sort of keeping them from walking through. How do you help encourage folks that when they're ready or how can you like try it out without diving all in um, to tip their toe in? I don't know. Uh, yeah. You know, like. Like because it, because it can be it can be scary to right. to come to a new church. You're exactly right. A lot of people before they ever come into the auditorium at Pine Lake, they meet in community. And uh, these guys and myself and, and hundreds more are in what we call small groups. And most of them meet in someone's living room or a coffee shop. And so that for a lot is their safest introduction to not just Pine Lake but to church. And there are a lot of people that have been hurt by the church, and that's sad, but it is reality. And I think even all of us, if we're honest, we've been hurt before. Mm-hmm. And so my heart is that if someone will just find the courage to invite somebody who they know is hurt, if they come with somebody, they feel safer. They feel safer mm-hmm. not being alone. But, Rebecca, there are so many that walk into Pine Lake by themselves, and we applaud them. We that try to courage. It does. And we rec- I just picture someone's hand kind of nervous to open the door in the parking lot but they open the door they get out they come in and and what's amazing is that we have uh, servant leaders who are greeters and they are gifted to help someone experience safety before they ever get out of torn they they're met with a smile a handshake if they look like they don't know where to go we walk them into their destination which for a lot is auditorium and if they can just come in and find their place it's amazing it's the lord but when they hear the worship again, they begin to feel a little more safe. When they hear someone with a welcome, they begin to know, hey, I'm not out of place. I belong here. And so it just takes that first step. And sometimes it is the invitation, but for many, they come by themselves. And we try to recognize that say, hey, we're all messed up. We've all been hurt. Just let's do this together. We're going to be okay. Going back to that we're all messed up piece, I think that's another thing that keeps folks from just walking in. Obviously, we have pastors here from staff at Pine Lake, but really there are wonderful, you know, um, Christ-giving churches in every community in all 82 counties Mm -hmm. listening to good things. And someone's not going because they feel like they flubbed it up 
already too much. And so what 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 do you say, Katie, to those who feel like, yeah, you know, you don't know what I've done. You don't know my past. You mm-hmm. know, they wouldn't want me or whatever it may be. How do you what do you what do you say there? I'd say me, too. Yeah, me, too. girl. Me, too. <laughs> Big there's only there's only one perfect person. That was Jesus. Mm-hmm. And. So all of us are in the same boat. We all have shortcomings. We all have things that are temptations in our life. We all have struggles. We all have long stories of the things we've been through. But the one perfect person laid down his life to welcome all of us in and to pay for all of that. And so there's not a list too long. There's not a burden too great. There's not a list of offenses that could keep you from the love of Jesus and so that also means there is always a place for you at Pine Lake. Mm-hmm. And Noah too, I mean again, your first Christmas, I think it's great being a young married couple out siding, but I also see a lot of young couples who for whatever reason are weary of mm-hmm. allowing the church to minister their young marriage. Um for you and your wife, how important is it that you guys stay connected to your church community? Oh my goodness, it is of utmost importance, mm-hmm. Rebecca, but um, jokes aside, I mean, so my wife and I are a part of a young married small group, and it's not all young married people, but a young adult small group where we are able to meet in community every Monday night with people our age, and that has really helped us grounded, stay grounded in our faith. Because one thing I was worried about when I got married was, well, how's that going to look like with my small group and my friends and her small group and her friends? It's really important that you you know have community outside of each other along with each other, and so we were able to find a small group through Pine Lake where we're able to both have friends that we could have individually but also stay a community together and as far as christmas is concerned we definitely wanted to start our own traditions of going to church together and being there on that christmas eve night morning whatever service we would go to where we could be there just together and stay centered in our faith together and again this is our first time so it may it may be crazy and hectic but we're really <laughs> excited for this first time and then we'll be traveling to georgia after that so it's going to be a uh, going to be pretty intense but we're really excited about it it's going to be intense and we just hope that you've <laughs> at least taken a big deep breath today found mm-hmm. a little hope and encouragement to maybe reconnect or reach out to a friend to get connected this christmas eve steve where do we go for all the lineup at least when it comes to pine lake pinelake.org is our best place and also the app and so either of those two places will be um, all the information you need but listen, call the front office, 601-829-4500, and Miss um, Helen is there. She's ready to greet you, answer the call. <laughs> She'll point you in the right She's direction. She's so sweet. She's got you. Oh, so. yeah. But well, our website's the best place. I appreciate you guys' time. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. said to Jesus. All right, you guys <laughs> stick you. with us. we got more up next. Beat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
I like the whoever texted in and said, "Imagine Mary just giving birth, and then all of a sudden, a little drummer boy." She wouldn't have handled that very well. I can promise you uh, that to any first mother be like, put that drum up. And then there may be some of you who are who have drum sets under the Christmas already shaking your head going. This was a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible idea. But we are a week out from uh, Christmas Day, which it really can bring a lot of pressures. But then also it can bring out some of the best Two family traditions, I think, come at the very sort of end of Christmas. And so for us and our family, like we're really looking forward to making cookies. So that's kind of like our, you know, almost every year without fail, even before we had children, there's just something you about like you have to make the cookies. Obviously, that's for Santa, not negating uh, the fact that it's Jesus's birthday. Um, but since we started, uh, we transitioned in terms of our church home, they give out every year the a kit and it's like the dollar store kit of um, cake mixes but it comes with cake mixes and a happy birthday candle and sort of all the things so you can also have the opportunity to make a little birthday cake for the big day while you're making your cookies for the big guy and I thought that would be a cute tradition for families and this is one where and it specifically says shout out to the exchange in Burl it specifically says let your children make it meaning it's make a, a mess. Make a mess. Let them make a mess, mama or daddy or grandma. They can mismeasure it. They can get eggshells in there. It's about if they need or want to, and it, but it's about them taking ownership of getting to make the cake and then building off those memories. Nobody has to actually eat it. You just sing happy birthday, blow it out, and all the things. And so because... And I think that was like that was really directed to me. I think they wrote that message just just for me who, you know, that and maybe it's you, too, who doesn't like to see the flower go everywhere. But boy, our kids get excited when they're given permission, using that word a lot today, to make a mess without ramifications. You might want to go ahead and take the eggshell out because That's I've true. never met a kid that when they had a hand in making anything, they didn't want to eat it. That is true. Well, eggshells not gonna kill you. Chickens eat eggshells. It's good for your skin. It's got good calcium in it. But I mean, it's crunchy and it's just not delightful. It's not what you're expecting when you bite into cake. No, it's not. It's it's absolutely not what you're expecting. But if you are introducing littles into the kitchen, we do a little. We have a little side bowl, and so we crack eggs in there before adding them into the mix, so we can pull out anything that needs to be needs to be gotten because. I mean, it's that's real life when you have your four or five year old who wants to crack the egg and it's dunk, dunk, dunk. And then the egg never they don't have the, the strength to actually get the egg to crack. They just have the strength to poke a hole in the egg and then they take their thumbs and then finish doing the cracking. And you're just sitting there with your eyes like ah. <laughs> salmonella everywhere. But that's OK. Nobody's died yet. So have you learned the secret to cracking eggs? Oh, is there an easier way? Uh, I, I'm presuming, based on your explanation, that y'all crack it on the side of the bowl? Yes. It actually cracks easier on a flat surface. What? So the countertop or a cutting board. So how, why? You don't, get, you don't get the ooey-gooey on the surface? Well, I say easier. It is... You're getting a better crack. Because when you crack on the side of the bowl, you're putting a lot of pressure on one point, so you do get that hole. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you crack it... On the counter, once you get the hang of it, just like when you get the hang of the bowl, mm -hmm. cracking it on the counter, you get that nice indentation where you can just kind of grab it and pull it apart. 
And then it's not the whole like having to crack and then and do all the things. Huh. That really though sends my anxiety really through the roof. I just feel like the little one's gonna be like, Shh. and then it's just gonna be egg everywhere. Like so, at least with this on the side of something, it, ding ding ding, and that way. Well, but, that's when you wrap your hand around it and you just have a little bit of egg showing. Crack. Eggshell cake. Yuck. What kind of frosting goes with that, Mike from Chicago? A lot. <laughs> a lot. I have gotten better about allowing when it comes to cupcakes for classes and all that. That's their favorite part. They like putting the icing on the cupcakes or the cake, and then they like they like sprinkling them. And when I tell y'all they look like a hot mess, they look like an absolute hot mess. If I'm giving them to other folks, I do make sure no fingers and things or double dipping occurred. But whatever artistic design that they want to present to their friends is the artistic design that they are give, that their friends are are getting, and they are so proud of them, so proud of them. So, whatever your Christmas traditions are this year, let them make a little mess, let them have a little fun. But you can have more fun by sticking with us. We got more for you coming up next with the boys with sports talk from three to six. Rhino and I'll meet you back here tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.